get ready to get sticky. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sticky Situations. As you recall, I'm your host, Rachel. Um, you better recall because I'm unforgettable. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow, whatever platform you're listening on. Just click the follow, subscribe. You know what to do. Um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, probably some others. I think Google too, but who really knows? Remember to like Sticky Situations page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Sticky Situations Pod. And also follow us on TikTok at Sticky Situations Pod. I think I'm hilarious on TikTok, so you guys will too. And TikTok's just a lot of fun, so I'm doing it for you guys. So just watch the TikToks. Unless my TikToks are about you and then don't watch the TikToks. But, you know. If you would like to come on as a guest on this podcast, please either DM me on Instagram at Sticky Situations Pod or you can email me at Sticky Situations Pod at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to date any of our past guests, unless they have indicated that they are taken, or me, I guess, maybe, maybe I would date a fan. I don't really know. Eh, we'll see. Um, you can also DM me on Instagram at Shiggy Situations Pod or send me an email at Shiggy Situations Pod at gmail.com. So, everybody, we're, I feel like I always say we're in for a treat because, like, we are, because all these episodes are great, so you should just keep listening. But today, we're definitely in for a treat. Today, I'm joined by my friend Grant. Everybody, welcome, Grant. Grant, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And I know all of you have been dying to hear from another male guest, so. I heard what you were asking for, and I'm giving you what you want. Am I so. the second male guest? Yes, you are the second male guest, but not the last. First is the worst, second is the best. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think, I don't know what Longinus would say about that, but. Um, Longinus would agree. Longinus would agree. I know him very well. <laughs> Longinus probably would agree. Yeah. But don't worry. Grant will not be the last male guest. I have a whole lineup of guests, male and female. And again, plug, if you want to come on the podcast, just reach out. So, Grant, let's start with the basics. Can you tell me a little about yourself, like your age, where, you, where you're located, and your relationship status? Okay, I am in my late 20s. If you want to know specifics. His face looks very pained <laughs> as he says it. Well, it's close to 30. Um... Location is New York City, and relationship status is taken, happily taken. Yeah, and um, guys, stay tuned because Grant's better half is going to be on the podcast hopefully next episode, but if not next episode, very, very shortly after. Yeah, most people like her more than they like me. Yeah, I was actually just telling him, I'm like, if I had to choose between her or you, I'd probably choose her, but it just means you picked well. Yeah, or I suck. One or the other. <laughs> but if you suck that bad, then you probably couldn't, like... I definitely... Yeah. There ha- I'm doing something right. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, seven months. Seven months strong, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Pretty crazy. Yeah, so do not... Do not send me a DM if you want to date Grant. He has taken, and I will not set you up, because I really like his girlfriend. Yeah. I'll be flattered, though. You can send yeah. compliments my way. Yeah, like, sure. Like, I have a nice voice. I talk too fast, so I'm going to slow it down. I talk fast, too, so it's okay. So, Grant, do you want to jump right in with your stories? Sure. Grant was like, Grant showed up, and he was, like, starting to tell his stories before he started recording. And I'm like, wait, save it for the podcast. So. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of stories. 
I mean, I'll give the basic background of when I even started dating. I finished college. I went to college in a place where there weren't many um, Jews. I'm a Jew. I imagine most people coming on a sticky situations is going to be Jewish. Um, but I went to a college that didn't have a huge Jewish population, so I didn't really start dating until I was basically in my early 20s, out of college, starting my real job. And I downloaded all the fun dating apps that we all know and hate and love. I mean, uh, J-Swipe, Hinge, Bumble, you name it, I had it. Uh, and I was going on dates way too often. My Some of my friends were like, I haven't met someone who went on has gone so many dates as you. And I, at first, was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I said, oh, that's actually pretty sad. How many dates were you going on? Like, um, on average, how many a week? At least one to two, one, once, at least once a week. With this, with, but it was, like, different girls? It was, time? like, different girls, yeah. I would, I usually give, I gave everyone, like, two dates. Okay. Everyone got a second chance, except, like... Unless they're real bad. Really bad. Some... But some were, like, mutually really bad. Like, I didn't even put my best foot forward. There was one girl who we matched on a certain app. It doesn't matter. Coffee meets bagel. I had a love-hate relationship with that app because you, you get, like, one... How many matches? Like, five matches a day? I have not used the app. I haven't. I can't remember. It's been... Oh, thank God. It's been a long time. Um, but I matched this girl, and we started hitting it off. We're talking about, like, Harry Potter and other fantasy stuff that... I was like, okay, cool. She could keep a good conversation. And not to get too uh, shallow, but, like, she was very cute, and I was into her. Um, but then we were going to go out on a date. And I picked a restaurant to go out with. And I know it was early in my dating career. You don't go on restaurant dates on the first date. I learned later on. Um, As we've talked about in previous episodes, everyone oh. knows my take on first dates. Coffee, drinks, ice cream. Yeah, um, I turned into a drinks One guy only because that was like the easiest date. But I took her out to dinner and but the issue was we had planned to meet, I don't remember the exact time, let's just say it was 6.30. And I came down from work at 6.30, it was like very, very close to my office. Um, and I'm getting texts from her saying, oh, I'm running a little late. I was like, okay, no problem. Like she's taking the LARR. Um, and then she's like, okay, I just got at a uh, Penn Station. I'm on my way. And mind you, this restaurant was literally three blocks from Penn Station. No more, no less. Three blocks. Sorry, and an avenue. Um, and then 6.30 passes, it's now 6.45. I'm like, oh, where where are you? Oh, I'm on my way. I got turned around. I was like, okay. And then uh, 7 o'clock comes along. I'm like, where are you? It's literally three blocks. She's like, oh, I went the wrong way. I passed it. I'm like, I didn't believe a word she was saying. Um, but then she eventually showed up. She was literally over a half hour late after getting in around the time she was supposed to. And not to dwell on looks, but to put it simply, her pictures looked significantly different than she did. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had something awkward about her. Maybe she was nervous. Maybe I was nervous. But immediately, I it, like, was not working. But we had already committed to dinner. So we went out to dinner. And we sat there. And she 
ordered the exact same thing I ordered because she couldn't figure out what she wanted to eat. And she had this thing where she would like twist her head back and forth and she was wearing a ponytail <laughs> and it like slapped the back of her neck. Um, long with the short of it is it didn't work out with her. She got one date. We gave an awkward side hug after I walked her back to Penn Station and we never heard from each other again. Yeah, as as those dates go. I'm curious if it was a restaurant that was located across the street from where your office is. It, it was. Okay. It was supposed to be one that's two blocks away going up, but then luckily it was very... Well, that's crap. a fancy one. Yeah, well, there weren't that many... If you're going out to dinner, there aren't yeah. that many options in the city for kosher food that isn't fancy. Well, the one you chose, I've been on a many, many a date at that restaurant specifically. Um, yeah, some of them also were first dates that I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave the entire time. I feel like that restaurant's kind of cursed. Yeah, for many reasons. For, for first dates. Like, if you go on a first date there, you're doomed. Yeah. I've never taken my current girlfriend there. I don't plan on it. The food is okay. Like, depending on what you get, the food is decent. If you want diarrhea. Okay. <laughs> just, just saying. Um, but also, I used to get taken there a lot for work. Yeah. So I was just sick of it. And I'm like, I don't need to go here. Yeah. And then I had some bad first dates there. And I'm like, do not take me there on a first date. So. No dinners for first dates. No dinners for first. Unless, like, maybe if you're getting a slice of pizza, that's very different. Yeah, but even then, I always, it would always bothered me because I noticed that a lot of girls were always very nervous to eat food on dates. And yeah. I was always, even even now with my current girlfriend, like we, we were dating for like three or four months and we went out to a, a restaurant that had like ribs and she enjoys ribs and it was on the bone and she was like starting to go with a fork and a knife. I'm like, if you do that right now, I'm breaking up with you. Like, and I know she wanted to go into her with her hands because, like, when we were, when I made her ribs in my apartment, she would use her her hands, like, because we were out. I was like, just enjoy yourself. They're ribs. They're not that messy anyway. Pick them up and eat them and enjoy. Like, everyone's very fast, like, not be themselves when it comes to eating. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's like, what do you get? Also, like. Sometimes there's, like, the religious issue, and it's, like, I don't want to get bread because, like, I personally don't want to wash my hands. Yeah. But also, I don't want him to be, like, judging me if I don't wash my hands. It's that quick little breath under their breath before they drink their Coke. Yeah, but, like, if I do wash my hands, I don't want him to be, like, whoa, that girl is so religious that she washes her hands before bread. It's just, like, a little thing. So then you get something without bread. Then it's, like, do you really want to be that girl that orders a salad? Yeah. Or and also, like, I don't want a salad. And then everyone's always worried about the price. And it's like, I took you yeah. out to a restaurant. I know what things cost. Like, just don't buy a filet mignon and, like, we're, we're good. Yeah. Also, I mean, even for drinks, sometimes I'm nervous about the price. Like, if a guy's taking me to a bar, like, he might get a beer. But I'm like, is it okay if I get, like, a fancy cocktail? Like, like what do you want? Like, I think I told this story with the last person I recorded with that I went to drinks with a guy. And then he's like, oh, I don't really drink. And I'm like, you're not taking me to bar and not drinking. Like, you're not making me drink. And, like, they had a frozen margarita on the menu. And, like, I'm a big frozen drinks girl. So, like, there's a frozen drink. I'll get a frozen drink. On my first date with the guy I was I dated for a little while that I've told all of you about, 
I got, it was December, and I got a frozen margarita. And we talked about, like, frozen drinks. It's a good opener. I like making frozen drinks. But, like, I wasn't going to get a $15 frozen beverage when he's getting a $6 Truly. So then I did the same, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. But I'm also not going to offer to pay. Right. I I have never once taken a girl up on an offer to pay on the first, like... My rule was always two dates I pay for sure. Like, no doubt I will not take a single cent. And then I, in my head I was always like, oh, on the th- by the third date I'll, I'll take some. You know, if we want to split it, we could split it. And I still never did. But also I didn't make it to third dates with many girls. <laughs> they, were, they were more like two and done. Um good times but not anymore not anymore there are more stories okay let's hear them i'm gonna tell you the story that i was just telling everyone else as i walked in about um this girl so let me preface i don't again i don't know how explicit i could get but to put it lightly um i have decided i decided for myself a long time ago that i will not do i will not have sex before marriage Okay. I don't know if that's allowed on this. Yeah, you can say that. Okay. I'll allow it. Okay, thank you. Um, allowed. Um, so, that's always been, like, my thing. I I don't usually share it early on because there's no real reason for it to come up early. Um, and if it does, it's usually, like, out of the blue. Um, but, so, this that that's just a, a side note because it's relevant to this story. And I'm, I'm sorry, because you already heard some of this, but I'm going to... It's okay. I was, like, getting set up while he was telling it, so I did not hear all of it. So, I went out with this girl. Um, we also only made it on two dates, I think. Um, but it was during a time where I was kind of, like, dating outside of my, quote-unquote, comfort zone. Um, I was, like, super over-dating. I would have these waves where, like, I'd be, like, swiping, 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 and then... I wanted to, like, jump off a building. I was like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Everyone sucks. So well, that's me, like, once a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I had, like, these waves. Every every around month or so, I was, like, up and down, up and down, up and down. So at one of my, like, not on my way up, but, like, halfway up, I was like, you know what? Let me go out of my comfort zone. I'm unorthodox, so um, I usually try to date people who are around in my zone. I mean, in the end of the day, I'm dating a girl who didn't grow up unorthodox, so... Um, that's a side note, but, um, I was trying to date within similar upbringing, but I was like, okay, like, out of my comfort zone. So I go out with this girl, turns out she is studying to be a, a rabbi, a conservative rabbi. I also went out with a guy who was studying to be a conservative rabbi. I think he changed his path now. Maybe I'll tell the story later. Is he now a, an Orthodox rabbi? Well, he called me, mind you, we had a couple of video calls. And then, this was over a year ago, and then we went on one date. It was a terrible date. Um, maybe I'll tell the story later. But he he was still an undergrad, but he was doing a program that was going to be with a big, like, conservative rabbinical program. And he's like, I identify as modern orthodox, but I'm going to be a conservative rabbi because that's his bald shuba. He had a whole story. Um, and then he called me. So, mind you, we went out in, like, April or May 2021. He calls me six months later in September or October, five, six, four, five months later, I guess, not six months. And he just calls me before Yom Kippur. And I'm like, this is weird. Like, 
we were after I told him I didn't want to go out again we were in a little bit of communication he's he might be listening to this podcast right now and if you are I'm sorry if I insult you um (laughs) I don't mean it are you sorry I don't mean it offensively like matter of factly he's a nice guy I, I I don't want to intentionally be mean to him but he he would communicate with me sometimes as you guys know I had my previous podcast he would listen um and sometimes he would like dm me and tell me he had my number but like we communicated mostly via instagram but he would dm me and like give me his thoughts on the podcast one time he had a guest that he suggested who ended up saying no to me on the podcast but it was actually a very good idea so he just like out of the blue called me i had not spoken on the phone with him since april um and i'm like why do i have a missed call from him and it was in the middle of my work day so i didn't answer so then he texted me he's like call me when you have a chance i just like want to chat for a few and we had been in a little bit of communication. I knew enough that I knew he had a girlfriend. So I'm like, I know he's not calling for anything like like that. And I made it clear that I didn't want to date him. You would hope he's not calling for anything like that. I, ho- I would hope. I also had a boyfriend at the time. And he knew that also. So I'm like, why is he calling me? So I, I finally called him back. And I thought, oh, maybe he's just like calling like for Yom Kippur. Like, you know, the Jews call each other before Yom Kippur. Or apologize for whatever. Even though didn't really do anything wrong yeah but he called me to tell me that he's looking into yu smicha which is like yeshiva university which is orthodox smicha like really like really widely accepted or- orthodox smicha i did go out with a guy who had smicha from a not widely accepted orthodox organization difference i, I had a rabbi phase um <laughs> don't worry i think i'm more like shul president's wife material than rabbi's wife material but you know what right. you, you, you live and you learn you test the waters um but yeah he just called me to tell me <laughs> not like that <laughs> yeah but he okay. just called me to tell me that he was going for orthodox smicha instead and i helped him i helped guide him along that path and i'm like I don't know how I helped guide you along that path, but I'm really happy whatever I did helped you. Well, now every congregant that he helps in the future, you get a little bit of a... That's a little bit on you. Yeah. It's good for you. Yeah. I guess good for me. Good for him. I hope he actually actually does it. I haven't heard from him in a while, but that's okay. My story does not end the same way, though. Okay. So this girl, we go out, and I don't... I don't really remember exactly how it came up. Someone must have said something. One of us must have said something that had, like, sexual undertones. And I said, I, and I must have hinted to the fact that, well, we're not going to get that far until we're married type of thing. I doubt I said until we're married on a second date, but I've been known to say crazier things before a second date. Um, so she had a look on her face when I said it. I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be a conversation later. So we both get back to our respective homes and she starts texting me and she brings it up. And I had, I actually deleted all of her texts because I would, from time to time, if I was ever like in a rut and I wanted to make myself feel worse, I would go back <laughs> and read those texts. Um, usually, yeah, I don't know why people do, I do that sometimes. Well, I like, do that. You're in a bad mood, you're like, how can I make myself feel worse? And you're worse? just like spiraling, you read yeah. old time. I do that. Yeah, so I, and I used to never delete texts. And pictures. Oh, yeah, pictures. Pictures. Video. Yeah, when, when I'm feeling bad, I just go through and I look at the pictures of me and my ex, and I'm yeah. like, this is how I make myself feel worse about my life. Yeah, we should probably like not do that and do things that make us feel better, like anything else well, besides... Yeah. 
But no, sometimes you just need that moment of spiraling. Yeah, so I spiraled. Um, or I, so I, I deleted her text, so I don't have it anymore, but I luckily found some of the screenshots. Oh gosh. From, <laughs> that I had sent to a friend while I was going on. So I'm not going to read them verbatim, but basically I, I only have the one where I could see the end of the text where I, I basically said, this is at 12 AM, this is midnight, where I said, I'm not sure what to say at this point. Cause I guess we were having a conversation about it and she was all upset and she's like, yes, yeah, same. And I said, do you think this is a deal breaker? Meaning that I won't have sex before marriage. And I, in, in my head going into it, I was, I had no, my preconceived notion of a conservative rabbi was still following some of the basic tenets of um, Torah law. Part of that is not having premarital sex Obviously, my preconceived notion was wrong, and that's why you never assume in this world. Yeah, never assume. Never assume, and always educate yourselves. But <laughs> she was like, yeah, this is going to be a deal-breaker. A deal breaker. And then she said, I also assume you'd want to live... Oh, you wouldn't live with someone before getting married. And I said, yeah, probably not. Maybe if we're engaged, like, I'd consider it, but probably not. Um, and then it one of this whole thing and just to backtrack a second when we were having the, the initial conversation over text before this end of it I had said like there's no judgment here you you do you I'm just sharing what I do because she had said like she isn't a virgin I said oh that's totally okay I'm not saying that my way is the right way and your way is the wrong way or vice versa you tried to have mutual respect different strokes for different folks I, I'm not God I'm not gonna I can't smite you down but then she then made a comment about how she was feeling judged by me and I responded with I'm not judging as a matter of fact I told you I'm not judging and but then she it just it kind of went on to this whole thing where she started after she said that she felt judge judged she then started judging me by saying things like she said I think the part why I'm struggling so much is the waiting for a specific day feels arbitrary to me and i said it's not arbitrary it's my wedding day like it makes it even a more special day but she just then she starts saying i don't mean to be accusatory blah 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 long story short ended things with a i got i was that's not broken up with but it got called off by a conservative rabbi for not wanting to have sex <laughs> which was a very confusing thing for me at the time but that was not the first nor was it the last time that girls have ended it because of that surprisingly enough a lot of girls that i've gone out with were always just like this is a deal breaker for me it's interesting i mean it comes up in conversation when i date too i have made similar choices yeah to grant and i mean my ex I dated my ex for five and a half months and he wasn't religious and he's like normally this is a deal breaker I'm like so why am I different like so I, I don't know but um I've actually had the conversation with modern orthodox guys as well and I don't know if it's the deal breaker but it it, it was definitely like a question and I'm like okay which like I understand people want what they want and like it is, I think, a physical aspect of a relationship is very important. But, but yeah, it, it's just interesting. I did have a guy once. Also, this was off of, like, a matchmaking website that is on the more serious note. And 
I tend to think a little bit more religious. And, like, for a while I was getting sent more religious guys. And this guy seemed to be more religious. And it wasn't, like, the conversation. It was just what he said was weird and kind of sketchy. So, this was over COVID. He was a weird guy in general. I call him my therapist ex-boyfriend. Mm. Um, he was not my ex-boyfriend. Was like, he a therapist then? Um, he was a psychiatry resident. Okay. so He was in residency for psychiatry. Um, I, I do not actually think that he was my boyfriend. Um, we had, like, three virtual dates because this was, like, heavy-duty COVID. I think this was, like, April or May 2020. Oh, good times. Um, the meet you days. Yeah, no, but this this was from, like, a very, like like a matchmaker website that I pay for and it's supposed to be religious. So whatever. I just refer to him as my therapist ex-boyfriend because I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he told me like, I don't remember the context of it, but he's like, yeah, I, I'm not going to ask you if you're a virgin or not. Like you don't have to tell me. And I'm like, I feel like if I'm going to like be in a serious relationship with someone or any type of relationship, it's an important thing to talk about. Yeah. And like, it's weird that you just said that out of the blue because it was like the second or third phone call or like virtual date. Like you we were had... talking verbally speaking with each other. Yeah. And he just he no just segue, which is like I might ask you. I'm sure it was a segue. I think we were talking about it because I was like saying how I'm not a good secret keeper. Mm-hmm. I can keep other people's secrets. Like if someone tells me a secret, I I can be trusted with their secret. I'm not going to go and blab. But for myself, I don't see a point in having secrets. I just tell anyone anything that they want to know. I'm very open because, like, what's the point of having secrets? So I was telling him this, and we were talking in that context, and he's like, what about in the context of relationship? Like, obviously, I'm not going to share personal, intimate details of my relationship with, like, all my friends. Like, that's just an immature thing to do. But I think my message wasn't being conveyed well because I think that's what he thought I was saying when really I was just like, no, like... I just don't have secrets. Um, and then he's like, well, I don't expect a girl to tell me everything. Like, I'm not, like, you don't have to tell me if you're a virgin or not. And I'm like. He was fishing. I was like, sir, this, th- that's weird. Like, this is a second or third virtual date. We have not met in person. Also, like, if we were in a relationship, I feel like we need to talk about this stuff. Yeah. Setting expectations is, like, a really important thing in relationships that, yeah, and boundaries, and, like... Yeah. Even before you get to the relationship level, like, the second... any Like, okay, so some people in our circles are Shomer Nagia, even though most people who tell me they're Shomer Nagia, I just say they're lying. Um, most are. Most are. Or they are not attracted to the members of the opposite gender. Um, so, but, like... In any type of dating situation, once you, like, are dating someone for a little while or in a relationship, like, a few dates, like, a little bit of physical touch, like, people get physical in some way, like, even, like, a handhold or a hug, and, like, you have to set boundaries of some sort, and that requires discussion if it becomes relevant, so I'm, like, you're, you're seriously gonna say you're not gonna ask me that? I think that's, like, a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. He also, he was, like, encouraging me to smoke weed, and I'm like, okay, like... <laughs> just in general. <laughs> just in general. He's like, yeah, it relaxes you. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I've dabbled a little bit, but, like, it, it was just weird. And then I was talking to a friend later, actually one of the friends who I've had on this podcast, and she she went out with the same guy. And she's like, he said the stuff like that to me, too. He's just trying to find his pothead, virgin, non-virgin girlfriend, wife. Yeah, I don't know what the right answer to the virgin question yeah. is. Yeah. 
Like I, one of the things that actually surprised me a lot, um, talking to me about guys was I came to visit a certain Jewish community when I was, I think I just finished college, and I mean speak of naivete, I walked into a room of guys that I thought were all modern Orthodox Jews. Um, they they put on the act, and actually. I don't want to say it was an, it was an act because they, they were, but we just modern orthodoxy is such some people a, are just more genuine than others, and also modern orthodoxy is a spectrum. Yeah, it's a huge spectrum. Uh, a lot of people call themselves modern orthodox. Like my younger sister, who I view as way to the right of me, she calls herself modern orthodox, and then there's me, who's modern orthodox, and then it's very confusing. But anyway, so walking to this group, I like twenty three at the time, and so I come to visit this modern orthodox jewish community there were some they were older guys they were like in their late 20s i was early 20s and yeah people are more jaded by them well jaded <laughs> is quite the word to use and i walk into this group of guys and we're just like talking about dating i remember i saw this i started hitting on this girl who was like 28 i was 23 but i was head over heels for her um she's like super smart super gorgeous um so like all the guys all the guys who were like her age were like egging me on um i did go on a date with her um oh. two dates actually i think two dates two dates yeah um did it work out she called it off um was it because you were 23 and she was 28 yeah i hadn't even started working yet yeah I, speaking as somebody around that age yeah the idea of going out with he if, if i were to go out with a 23 year old he would have to be like 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 a 10 out of 10 like like 10 out of 10 but also like have a job well i had a job lined up it was it was before i started november i think this was like october yeah um also just so you guys are aware grant and i may or may not have the same profession and may or may not have worked for the same company potentially uh cannot confirm cannot confirm or or deny. deny yeah um but part of the conversation that started happening with these guys was I just assumed no one had sex. I don't know, maybe a few people, a few weren't quote-unquote as religious, but all of a sudden everyone's like, yeah, I had sex with this girl, I said this girl. I'm like, what? You, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, then this this guy with this girl, that I, this guy, and, and it was just this whole thing, and my, the veil was lifted up from in front of my eyes, and I was like, oh, this is, this is real life. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um... Yeah, that I learned that everyone has sex, and I'm the odd one out. Yeah. Which is... At least you had a better way of learning that. I learned it in a very different way. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know what I should say. You have to say. Um, I was with a guy. Yeah. Um, and, like, some stuff was going on, you know. After Hand-holding, of after, course. After a date, some, some heavy hand-holding. Heavy hand-holding. And, and then I'm like... Yeah, um, just letting you know, I am not going to do this. Mm-hmm. I am waiting for marriage, all the spiel. And I'm like, from the context of this conversation and hand-holding, I'm guessing you have. And, yeah, that's how my veil was lifted, too. I think I kind of knew before that, but, like, that was really what put me into reality. yeah. And it's it's crazy how many things got called off because of that. Like, I was with this girl for five five weeks. It was over COVID also. And we were really hitting it off. Like, things were going really well. 
And then I told her, not super early, but like maybe within like two or three weeks of dating, I just want to be straight up. Like, because at that point, if we're talking for that long and we've gone out on like two or three or four dates, and like I could let you know just in case, again, just to set expectations. Yeah. Um, and I told her, and she was, she seemed okay with it. She even said she was okay with it. And then at like at, the, at week five, she's like, oh, I, I want, like, we need to talk. And I was like, okay, like, I know where this is going, but I hadn't connected the, the dots yet because she was so accepting of it when I told her. And then I get, like, we, we were get together and she says, um, like, you know why I'm ending it. I'm like, I actually don't. Like, I, I have no idea. She's like, well, it's the sex thing. I can't get over it. And I was like, you, but you, you told me. I was like, okay. And then, I, and then I, I was like, okay. I respect your decision. Like, I'm not, this is a non-negotiable for me. I will not change. And if you're ending it now, it seems like after you had time to sit with it and like accepted it and now not accepting it, that means you had time to sit with it and you made your decision. And then she made a comment to me about how I wasn't fighting for her. And I was like, I'm not going to fight for you if we have a deal breaker. If my deal breaker is I won't have sex and you must have sex, then we're not going to work out. I'm not changing and you're not changing. Yeah. Sometimes, I mean, I've been, I mean, not, not with that specific reason. Yeah. But like, if you're at a major thing, for me, it was Shabbos, keeping Shabbos. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when you're on one side of it and you're like, I'm not going to not keep Chavez and he's on the other side and he's like, I'm not going to keep Chavez. It's like, there's nowhere else to go. Right. And as a side note, she did end up calling me back. She wanted to get back together. Oh, a re-returner. And I was like, nothing changed. And I, but I was really into her and I definitely stayed by her way too long. Then she told me to go think about it. And then I did go think about it. I still came up with the same answer. Then she freaked out at me because she's like, I thought you were the type of guy who if given the time to think you'd make the right decision. And I was like, just because I didn't make this decision you wanted doesn't mean, doesn't mean it's not the right decision. Or like, yeah, if I more time, I might change an opinion, but I'm not going to take you back or put us back together just because you want to now. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Did yeah. she yell at you for not fighting for her again? Well, Yes. Uh, no, 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 not for not fighting for her, but I decided to do this in person, oh. which was a, I was told was the dumb move, but I thought I was being respectful by doing it in person. Um, which I guess in hindsight, if I was just going to say no, I shouldn't have done anything. I should just like texted her. Uh, but I went in person. She's like, why'd you even bother coming here if you weren't going to whatever this whole thing? So interesting. I have a question. I have an answer. When do you fight for someone? Like, when is the right time? Like, what? When do you? When can you tell if someone is fishing for you to fight for them? Um, Just speaking from a guy's perspective. And I am going to sound absurdly sexist right now. It seems like girls always want you to fight for them. Like they often, it seems, don't tell things straight out. They want you to infer what they're thinking and then act on it. Um, which actually is a big discussion in my current relationship. And as I said, that's very hard for me to do that. Um, or anyone to do that, for that yeah. matter. Uh, but, it, but in terms of fighting, just really fighting for someone, um, if I don't know when to truly tell when they're looking for you to fight for them. 
but I would just say if I was fighting for someone, I would only be doing it if it didn't compromise my values. Yeah. No, I'm just curious because it just, it raises a question in my mind about a situation that just happened to me. It was kind of weird though, so I really don't know. Um, it was, it was, let's, let's see what you think as coming from a guy. So I matched with this guy on an app. This also, all of this took place within a few days. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't like I was dating him for a long time, whatever. No, it, it took place within a few days. We matched on an app and we're talking, like we're texting. Mm-hmm. On and, the app or on text text? Um, so we were talking on the app for a little bit and then we switched to texting on texting. Very serious, very serious. Yeah, so we were texting and it was like, you know, when you're, you're at night and it, you have your full focus on your phone and like mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. Like normally my texting is like, oh yeah, I'll text back every so often yeah. whenever I look at my phone. But then there's a certain point in the evening where I'm just looking at my phone. Yeah. So I was basically just texting him. So we talked for a while and we set up a call for the next night. Mm-hmm. So we had a video call. It lasted for four hours. Damn. Like even before the call, he was like texting you, like talking to you, like feels right. Like this, like something about this feels good. And I'm like, okay, I'll... I'll believe it when I see it. I'm like, yeah. I'm not convinced there's some, there's not something wrong with you. Like, I'm very jaded and I'm very suspicious. And, like, just because a guy's a good texter doesn't mean anything to me. Very true. So, and, like, even before this call, I'm, like, trying to figure out what's wrong with this guy. Of course, I stalk him on the internet. Rightfully so. I mean, I did not know his last name. But he did make the mistake of sending me a picture that contained something with his company name on it. Mm-hmm. So through that, I was able to Google, find out who he was, then find his social media. And I'm like, I like, I just have a gut feeling there's something wrong with this guy because there has to be something wrong with him. Every guy has something wrong. Every guy has something wrong yep. with him. But like, I couldn't find it. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'll find out on this video call. I also have a, a track record of going out with guys with something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's like, that's what I think is going to happen. And then if they're normal, I'm pleasantly surprised. So. <laughs> what percentage of guys have been normal? Um. I do go out with normal guys. It's just like my. I've, I've had so many experiences where I've been like blindsided where they're not normal. Mm-hmm. That I have so many measures in place. Yeah. That I'm like, okay, I'm ready to get off this video call. I told this story. A different. I, I think I told this story with Longinus um, about how I got off of a video call in, in two and a half minutes. Um, yeah. Two and a half minutes I was you. off of a call. Yeah. He just wasn't for me and I wasn't having it. Yeah. And he wasn't honest or upfront. So, and I've, I've just had situations like that and I have measures in place to see. So anyway, we set up a video call. He did not live in New York and we talk and I'm like, okay, our call is at 730. I'm going to be off this call by 9 because there's a show that I want to watch with my roommate at 9. I was not off the call at 9. Finally, at like 11.30, 11.40, he's like, okay, I want to keep talking to you, but I need to go to sleep. And, like, he's falling asleep. Like, we're talking. We're having, like, a great conversation. Within the conversation, he's, like, he's already planning for next conversations. And he's like, I'm going to be in New York in a couple weeks. Like, do you want to go out in person? And we're planning a date. Wow. And all of this. And it's like, okay, like, it, it was nice talking. Like, we, we vibed. Mm-hmm. We vibed. I mean, four hours. Four hours. I mean, I talk a lot. You know I talk a lot. 
I talk a lot, but like four hours we were on the phone. Mm-hmm. We did take a five minute bathroom break at some point, bathroom and snack break. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was only a five minute intermission. So <laughs> other than that, it was four hours. Right. And so then the next day was Friday. So we were texting a little bit throughout the day, but I think he w- it was Friday. Fridays are just busy. Yeah. I have summer Fridays, so I get off at 1. So my day is not busy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was doing other stuff, though. I was cooking. I was doing stuff. So right before Shabbat started, like maybe 20 minutes before, half an hour before, he texts me. He's like, what are you doing now? And I'm like, literally watching TV. I was like, why? He's like, I want to. He's like, I want to call you. Like, just, like, wish you a good Shabbos. So, he calls me. We have, like, a two-minute video call just so he could, like, wish me a good Shabbos. He's like, I'm running around. I have, like, a million things I'm doing. I just got home from work and, like, Shabbos is starting soon. But I wanted to wish you a good Shabbos. And, like, he video called me for that. We've literally been talking for two days. And then I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, like, no. I, you should know this about me. Like, I rarely vibe with guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the guys that like me, I tend to not like. And the guys that I like tend to not like me. Tail is on this time. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is kind of exciting. Like, I'm vibing with this guy. Like, you know, I'm not getting ahead of myself. But, like, it'll be cool to, like, maybe we'll talk more, go out on a date in a few weeks. Like, something to look forward to. So Saturday night, I'm, like, excited to, like, talk to him after Shabbat. He didn't text me. So, like, after a while, I just texted him. And I'm like, Shabuto, like, I don't think I said anything more no answer and I'm like what the heck is going on and I was with friends and they're just like they're like he's probably busy it's fine don't worry about it but they're also like it's kind of weird yeah it's kind of weird very weird very weird because like I'm used to guys like after Shabbat like have the text right away if they're really into it like they want to talk to me and he, he called you he called he me he video called he you he video called me before Shabbat right and then Sunday morning I w- oh, so, yeah, I, I got a little tipsy Saturday night. I slept in. I didn't text him or anything. Okay. Um, so, I wake up late Sunday, and I wake up to a text from him saying, Hey, I don't think I want to talk anymore. I don't think this is good for me. And I'm like, what? And I sent a screenshot to some friends because I told them about it over Shabbat. I was like, or, like, one of my friends went on a date on that night, the night I had the video call, and she yeah. usually calls. We call each other after our date. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Like, on the walk home or whatever, we just call to... Debrief. To debrief. So, she called me for our debrief, and I was on this video call, and I'm like, I feel so bad. I'm like, call me tomorrow anytime. So, I talked to her the day after, and she debriefed me on her date, and then she's like, you're on your video call for a long time. So, I told her about him. Like, whatever, you know. I, I talk to my friends about dating. I have no secrets. I'm very open. I have this podcast. And... So, she's like, if I were you, I would ask him, like, what changed? Yeah. Because literally, it was a 180. Yeah. It's like going from, like, yeah, when can I talk to you again? And, like, on the call, he was like, when can we talk again? He's like, are you free Sunday? Like, I have to work on Sunday. So, like, if you're flexible, like, can we talk? And I'm like, yeah, just text me, like, when you're available. And I can, like, my Sunday is flexible also. Yeah. Or my Sunday is flexible. So, just, like, let me know. And he's like, maybe even before Shabbat, I have to see, like, what my day is like. So, whatever. So, it's like a complete 180. Mm-hmm. So, Sunday morning, that text, I'm like, what the heck? And then, she's like, I would ask him what changed. And nor- normally, I'm not the type to ask why. Because if a guy doesn't want me, I don't want to know why. Yeah. But, like, it was just, like, weird. 
So I, I asked him, I'm like, can I ask what changed? And he's like, I just don't think I'm what you're looking for and I'm okay with that. And I just don't think it's good for me to go down this path if like it's not going to work out. And I'm like, okay. So I literally just responded, okay, good luck. Like, I don't chase. If a guy doesn't want me, he doesn't want me. But, like, was I supposed to say, like, was I supposed to say, like, contradict that? Was he fishing for that? Um. Or does he just, like, not want to date me? That sounds very, very weird. Um, I probably would have pushed it more, only because that seems very out of the blue. But also, like... If he was so into you, why would he say something like... I mean, maybe it was a test. I don't know. That's that's why I hate I hated the dating game. It was obnoxious. And we talked about games. We're both like, I hate the games. I just want to know straight up. Like, if you don't like me, yeah, tell everyone, me. Everyone like, if lies. you don't want to be with me, tell me. In the words of Dr. House, everyone lies. Yeah, but it's just weird because this is the second time something like this happened. Like, within the past few months. Like... This other guy had the same situation. My J-Swipe algorithm is somehow messed up, and my distance range is messed up, and it doesn't listen to my distance range, and I keep getting guys not in New York, even though my distance range is set like 50 miles or 100 miles. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I play around with the distance, but I know for a fact that these were not from when I was playing around with the distance. Mm -hmm. And I had another guy. This one was even weirder, because we talked a few times. We were talking for like a week or so. We had like, and he had a flight. Mm -hmm. He had a flight into New York. He was supposed to come that weekend. He had some friends here. I don't think he was coming just to see me, but we were going out. He had a whole date plan. He kept telling me, he's like, he's like, I know you only, he, he, I told them about the podcast. I, both of them know about this podcast. So both of you, if you're listening, I need some clarification. Please reach out and tell me what happened. And if you want to come on the podcast and talk about it, that might be interesting too. That would be fun. That would be fun. I really want to have exes on to talk about it, but whatever. I digress. So he... We talked for more, we, we had more, more than one call. He had a flight, he had a date planned. Like his flight was that weekend. Like he was flying in for the weekend. This was Wednesday. Wednesday, all of a sudden Wednesday afternoon, he goes silent. I'm like, okay, what is going on? Um, I didn't think anything of it because sometimes he works late and he told me he works late and I'm like, okay, he's, he's coming to New York. Maybe he's just working extra late for his trip. The second I had to justify things in my mind, I know it's not right. Um, and so the next morning he texts me. He's like, sorry, I was in the ER with my dog all night. Okay. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Is everything okay? Like, I'm compassionate and an understanding person. Of course. I'm like, is everything okay? He's like, yeah. He's like, but the dog needs to have emergency surgery. I have to postpone my trip. He was supposed to leave either Thursday or Friday. Like, this was Thursday. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's having surgery tomorrow, so I have to postpone my trip to New York. I'm like, no worries. Like, like, I completely understand. Like, your dog, like, surgery, whatever. Like, what am I supposed to say? Like, no, go take care of your dog. Yeah. But the weird thing after that was he, I gave him, like, some time because he, like, was dealing with his dog. And I guess that I don't have a pet. And I guess that's emotionally traumatic. I asked my friend who has a dog and is very attached to her dog. And she's like, yeah, just give him some time. Give him some space. It's fine. Mm-hmm. 
So then on Sunday, this was on Thursday morning. I didn't hear from him from Thursday morning at 10 a.m. And mind you, we were in pretty constant communication. Yeah. Um, until Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, he sends me a text that he picked up the dog. And the dog's, like, not so happy. We have, like, two back and forths. And then he stops answering. I'm like, okay, this is weird. And for me, I just hate being ignored. Like, that's my number one. Like, if you have something going on, tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm understanding. Like, if he would have been like, I just need to, like, be with this situation for a few days. Like, can I reach out in a week or two? Yeah. I would have been fine with that. That's fine. But, like, don't just, like, not communicate and ignore me. Mm -hmm. And he was ignoring me at this point. Because I, at some point I had texted him. He was ignoring that text. And then on... So, finally, on Monday, on Monday, I sent him another text. And I was like, hey, how was the first night having the dog home? And he didn't answer. Like, completely ignored. Meanwhile, he's, like, watching my Instagram stories, as they all do. Um, as they all do. Um, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, he watched every single one of my Instagram stories from the whole weekend. Like, the whole weekend, he was watching all of my Instagram stories. Right. But nothing. Like, ignoring my texts, watching my Instagram stories, and I hate that. I hate being ignored, especially because I know you're on your phone. Right. And I know people mindlessly watch Instagram stories, but, like, or maybe he didn't have the emotional capacity, but he could have just texted me, like, hey, I just need a few days. Again. Basic communication. Basic communication. But no. So, finally, on Tuesday night, I drafted a text with my friends. I was going to send something even meaner than I did. What I sent was very nice. Just being like, hey, like, I hope every, I genuinely hope everything's okay, but you're, it, I'm just kind of confused, like... I don't really appreciate being ignored and like I'm kind of I'm just taking it as that you're not interested yeah he sends me back right away right away like within minutes like oh my gosh I'm so sorry no this that 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 excuses excuses work I took off I'm just so busy at work I haven't looked at my phone and all this and I'm like I can see they're watching my Instagram stories he's like I'm gonna contact you I'm gonna reach out tomorrow I'm like okay fine I'm like no worries it's fine I'll speak to you tomorrow. Tomorrow comes and goes. Nothing. So this was, that was Tuesday night. Wednesday, he was supposed to reach out. Nothing. Thursday, nothing. Friday, nothing. Saturday, nothing. Sunday, nothing. Finally, on Monday, I'm like, I've had it. I'm tired of this. Like, like, it's one, like, I hate being ignored and I hate broken promises. Like, you're going to reach out. Like, you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. Like, even if it's just to say, like, I know I said I would reach out. I just need some more time. I'm going to be in touch in a few days. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I sent him a message. And I'm like, at this point, like, I just, like, I deserve a lot better than this. Oh, and he had told me at the beginning of this, he's like, because he listened to the podcast. And he's like, guys treat you like that? He's like, I want to punch all these guys from your stories on the oh podcast. He's like, you don't have to worry about anything like that with me. Like, all of this stuff. And I'm like, don't claim to be better if you're not going to be better. Like, yeah. like if you're not going to be better, just at least don't claim to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just sent him a message and I was like, yeah, I don't deserve this. I deserve a lot better than to be ignored. And I just, I don't appreciate it. And I forget everything I said. It was a very, the text was workshopped multiple times. Did he respond? Yeah, he responded. The text was workshopped multiple times. Um, by, I was with a friend, she was helping me, I sent it to the group chats, all of them helped me, Mm -hmm. um, showed it to my roommate, she helped me, she told me to take out the mean part of it, 
and I did. And so he like he messaged me back, like apologizing, making excuses. And he's like, I know you probably just think it's a bunch of excuses. Then he threw a lot of flattery in, and I'm a sucker for flattery. So I sent him back a message. I'm like, listen, like, I really don't appreciate it. And I really just wish you would have, like, communicated. But, but like, I thought we actually vibed. Like, I thought we had a good connection. And I, I normally wouldn't do this. But here's the thing. I would be willing to give you another chance. But I think you need to take some time. Deal with your stuff. And, like, in a few weeks, a few months, you can reach back out. And, like, if timing works out, a.k.a. if I haven't started dating someone better, um, you can reach out. And, like, we can try again. But, like, I don't know. Like, we'll see. But you need to work your stuff out. Right. He never responded to that. Still watches my Instagram stories sometimes. Maybe he's listening to this podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, you know who you are. And, like, maybe I'd give you a second chance. But I need some groveling and a lot of flattery. And a lot of apologies, and, like, the only way you ever have a chance with me ever again is if you acknowledge what you did and never do it again, even though I wouldn't trust you to say that you wouldn't do it again. Um, and if it's the other guy, like, maybe you are what I'm looking for. Maybe you don't know what I'm looking for. Like, I don't know. If you reach back out, I would give you another chance, maybe. The other guy who did it, you're, I'm not what you're looking for. I feel like that was an excuse. Was that fishing for me to fight, or was that an excuse? Um, I have heard a lot of the excuses before. Um, different variations of that one, like, oh, I won't treat you right, I'm not the right person for you, you deserve better than me, type of thing. So, it could be that. Maybe he was looking for something, or maybe he... was just delusional. He's like, I'm not... She She wants something better than me. And he has really low self-esteem. And he just wanted you to say, no, no, I do want you. And I don't know that I want him. We had one phone call. One video call. Two video calls. Okay. I guess they balance each other out. Because one was four hours and one was like two minutes. True. So they balance each other out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but like a lot of that has to do with like ghosting also. Which is like you're talking to someone and then all of a sudden they stop answering out of the blue when everything seems like it's going so well and I've had my fair share of ghosting as well being ghosted never ghosted as far as I'm aware how do you define like would you define ghosting as like if you're just chatting with someone in the app and you just stop responding do you consider that ghosting or it's like at what point is it ghosting I my opinion has fluctuated from time to time because I've heard enough arguments on both ends to, like, they're the, the arguments are rational from both sides. My general take was, if you're talking on the app for, like a sitting, like, a day or something, and then you just stop responding that's not ghosting, that's you got bored or you, you were talking to someone else and it picked up, so you're gonna stop with this person. But if you're talking for a few days relatively consistently like conversations are flowing not just small talk even if you're still on the app i think you owe it to the person to just say hey something came up or i'm not interested or think of some any any other excuse and just let them know not to wait for you because i have personally been on the receiving end of ghosting where they kind of just leave you hanging and then they'll respond like very infre- infrequently but they're still responding because yeah. they're, they're they're dragging you along a little bit yeah. they're talking to someone else for sure but like 
I don't I mean, know. I maybe, do that too. Maybe I'll keep fun. Grant around for a little bit longer. Um, but if you're if you have a rapport already, like you built something up, which could happen in a day, but give it at least a week. I think you just owe it to the person to say this isn't this isn't gonna happen or something like that. Yeah, I guess it is confusing. Like I had one guy I was texting. This was a few months ago, and like we were talking pretty consistently, and then I just became less and less and less and then finally he just stopped answering and I'm like okay yeah like I knew I knew it for what it was like we didn't go out we didn't talk on the phone we didn't have anything scheduled but I'm just like this is kind of annoying but also at the same time if both people aren't putting in the effort anymore which you could tell at times like I could tell when I'm not putting in effort and then when the girl's not putting in the effort and we're both kind of just floundering and if the conversation dies, then it's dead and no one has to answer. Yeah. And if, like, there's not some pending statement or question that was said that really needed a response and it the conversation kind of just dies out, then it's done. I don't really consider that ghosting. I went out with a girl twice and I we just never texted after that. I mean, there are a few girls like that. Like, I would go out and then we just never texted. Maybe she was waiting for me, but also... I'm kind of in the mindset that if a girl wants to text me, she should text me. Yeah. Like, my, my current girlfriend texted me after our after our second date. She te- There was one day where she texted me first. Pretty close after. So. Like, if I like someone, and I might text them. I don't know. It depends. I also talk a big game, and sometimes I do differently than I say I do. Well, that's always... That's the, that's the whole thing with the games, is like... Yeah. Like... My criticism I always got for myself, but my, one of my friends, like, was relentless with me. She would always say how I come on way too strong with dating, and it's true. I'm, I come off very strong. I'm a very, I'm a very big personality, as you well know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have no filter. I say what comes to my mind, assuming I'm not being a complete asshole. Oh, not complete. Assuming I'm not being a complete jerk. Um... <laughs> But when it came to dating, like, there were times where I would just come on very, come off very strong. And there was actually just one time where I was talking to a girl, and I knew we had a conversation about something that was, like, a little... It went, it went too far. Not, like, aggressively. Like, there was, like, a conversation that was... It should, it should have waited until we at least went out. And we were talking hot and heavy, like, a lot, constantly. And we video called. And we were talking for literally six or seven days... But her and I spoke about more things and spoke more than some girls I was I went on three, four, five dates with. So I was like really confident that this was gonna go somewhere. And then we t- talked about something I and I knew there was a screw up there. And then we were still talking a little bit, but then she stopped answering. And she gave like a bunch, like she completely ghosted me. And then I kind of called her out and she's like, oh, I was away. But my friend saw, found her on J-Swipe and he's only local and yeah. she's like claimed she was in Florida uh, maybe she's listening if you are no hard feelings um, <laughs> but yeah she ghosted me and then I called her out and then, and then she said oh I never wanted you to feel that way I was really I was really into it and then I said okay so did you still want to go on a date she's like oh no uh, work is starting up blah 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 I was like why why lie why why play the game with me if you're not interested if something if something i said got to you either have a discussion about it or tell me never mind i'm not interested 
And that was always an issue that I had was everyone talked a big game about communication and not playing games and all that nonsense. And then when push came to shove, most girls I went out with did not, they, they could talk the talk, they couldn't walk the walk. My, yeah. my current girlfriend, we have a disgusting amount of communication to the point where we're essentially like in each other's heads at times because we don't keep anything. Everything comes out in the open and that has just proven to be very healthy. I have, there have been no games unless we want to play games and then we let each other know we're playing games after one of us gets too annoyed. <laughs> and that's how I think it should be, but I, I hated the games. Yeah. For me, like, it was so refreshing to... Because, I don't know, I'll... The only time I play games is when I know the guy is playing games. So, obviously, I'm going to play the game back. Mm-hmm. But, like, both of my exes that... From my previous last two relationships, they weren't game... They weren't into games, and it was, like, so refreshing. And you guys know what I say. Like, if a guy likes you, you'll know. Mm-hmm. And, like they did and they showed it and they weren't afraid to show it and like because they showed me that they liked me there were no games with that yeah like they did what they said they were doing and it it was nice it was nice not playing games but for the lady listeners make sure the guy knows that you like him too because we're not very good at picking up on those types of things yeah i've been told i'm very hard to read with that so i've tried to be better which is also like why I'm like okay if I'm in if I'm interested in a guy then I'm not just gonna be so passive and usually I like the guy to make the moves I don't like I don't like to be I don't like chasing I like to be pursued right but like even the even the guy I was telling you about the four-hour video call guy I texted him Saturday he didn't text me Saturday night so I texted him yeah I mean didn't work out but like I tried or like dog guy dog guy dog guy i was like okay i'm not hearing from him let me text him like maybe he's waiting for me to reach out he didn't answer but like i i i share that which i think is like an old-fashioned mentality of the guy should pursue the guy should be buying dinner open the door for the girl i think those all yeah i like chivalry chivalry is a turn on i think it's very important but i also think it's so important for girls to understand that guys also like being wanted. Yeah. And there are ways to show it that don't have to be the typical masculine way, that like holding a door open or whatever a guy would do. But it's, it's something that I think is often forgotten. And then I've had conversations where girls are like, oh, you didn't know I liked you? And I'm like, how could I have known you liked me? You did nothing to my oblivious man mind that would have told me that you liked me. You need to throw yourself atop me and then say, I like you, Grant. And I'm like, oh, so do you you like me or something? And then I'd finally have clarity. I mean, so the last guy I went was in a relationship with, um, I, I don't really consider him an ex-boyfriend because we never, like, defined... We were in a relationship, but it wasn't like, you're my boy, like, boyfriend. Define those like, terms. Like, there were no defined labels. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of broke things off before it got there um it was getting there but i i added things with that so like i remember he told me like straight out he's like yeah i think i kind of like you and i'm like you know what screw the games or screw like like sometimes it's not even games it's just like 
flirtation, like playing hard to get flirtation, but not like games. Yeah. Playing hard to get, it's just like my my it's also my sense of humor. It's like, yeah, I know I'm awesome. Yeah. Um but like I told him, I'm like, I kinda like you too. And from there it was just like open maybe maybe he couldn't read me some of the times, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think a lot of my actions, like if I'm actively like talking to you and wanting to go out and wanting to spend time with you, that's me showing you that I like you. Like, I just, I don't waste my time on people I don't like. Like, if a guy who I don't like is texting me, I'm not going to respond within a few minutes. I'm going to wait a few hours. I mean, sometimes I'm at work and I just can't help it. But, like, if I'm texting you consistently, if I'm staying up late and talking to you when I try to stick to a strict bedtime, you know I like you. At least just to some capacity or, like, I'm interested. I don't miss the texting game where you text someone, they answer like 10 minutes later because you can't seem too eager. You can't seem, you can't answer too quickly, but you can't take too long. Yeah. I've heard enough of those stories. Yeah, and I do that too. I, I do it. But listen, sometimes I just don't have the mental capacity to answer a text message, whether I'm at work and I'm just busy at work. Or I just don't feel like... And it's not even to a guy. It could be my friends. Like, sometimes I, like, won't answer my friends for hours. And then I'll answer. I'm like, sorry, I just didn't have, like... Or, like, I'll answer the next day. And I'm like, I just didn't have the emotional capacity to answer a text. Yeah, but that's different. But, like, like, so sometimes it's that. But sometimes it is, like, oh, he didn't answer me for, like, an hour. I'm gonna wait two hours. Or, like... So you do play the games. If he's playing with me. You can tell when a guy is playing with you, and that's when I play right back. Mm. But I don't like it. I don't like doing it. It's exhausting. It gives me anxiety. And it just, it makes me uninterested. Yeah. Like, if I'm playing games with a guy, I'm automatically not interested in it. Like, if he asks me out, yeah, maybe I'll give him a chance. Because you know what? Some people are very different over text. You never know. Mm-hmm. But... If you're playing a game with me, that makes me very not excited to go on a date with you. Like, if you're open and honest and, like, wanting to talk to me and giving me the attention and I feel like I'm vibing with you, like, I'm going to be excited for the date. Yeah. Like, when Dog Guy was supposed to come in, I was excited for that date. Yeah. But, or even, like, this other guy. Um, we nicknamed him Horse Guy because he's a horse. He has a horse. And I'm like, I, told, I even told him when we hang up on our video call, I'm like, just don't text me. Like, two days before you're supposed to come to New York and tell me that your horse needs emergency surgery and then ghost me. And he's like, God forbid, because that would cost thousands of dollars. Um, so, yeah, there's dog guy and horse guy. So horse even, guy has different connotations. but Okay, no, but, he, like, he actually has a, a horse, a pet horse. Mm-hmm. A pet horse. Right. No matter what I say, it's going to make it worse. <laughs> Whatever. But he... Um, like, when I was, I was excited to go out with him. Yeah. Like, if you're not playing games and you're showing me interest, like, I'm excited to go out with you. Dating is hard enough without games. I know. Getting to know someone, especially, and that was one of the hardest parts about dating, why I got so burnt out all the time, it was like a full-time job, was because you have to go through that introduction of who you are, what you do, what you're the like. The talking phase is a burnout. Yeah, it's really hard, especially especially when there's no real reciprocation. Like, I have a friend who, um, one, of, one of the hardest parts he has when it comes to girls is sometimes um, they won't ask questions about it. Like, he'll, he'll volunteer information, and they won't ask anything else. 
And then they'll volunteer information. He'll ask questions to learn more. Yeah. And when you're not asking questions, it seems like you're not interested. No, I try. So if I'm talking to a guy, I I have the same with guys. Mm-hmm. That guys aren't asking. Because I find, I try to engage the person I'm talking to in conversation. So if he tells me something, I'm going to ask questions. I was actually just texting a guy. It was very short-lived. And, like, I was asking him questions. Some some of them he wouldn't answer, but, like, he would just give, like, short responses. But he wouldn't ask me anything back. And finally I was just, like, he sent me one thing, and I'm just, like, cool. Like, I have nothing else to say. Like, clearly you're not going to engage in conversation, and I'm not going to keep pursuing this conversation that isn't going to happen. Maybe he's just a bad texter. Who knows? But at some point you have to realize your communication styles. And, like, if you are, if you claim you're a bad texter, get better or find a way to make that texting period shorter. Yeah, I never liked the excuse of I'm a bad texter. Because if, unless you're going to a different medium or going out immediately, you're going to be in a texting phase for a while. And we're, yeah. we're not in 2003 where every text costs 20 cents outgoing and 10 cents incoming. Like, you have to know how to text. And if you don't want to text, which is totally then okay. Then set up a Call. Call. Or or go on a date quicker. And I've had guys be like, hey, I'm just not great with texting. Would you want to set up a call? Yeah. And that's fine. Sometimes I don't like doing that because I think sometimes a call is a waste of my time. mm -hmm. Because as you can tell, sometimes my calls end up being two and a half minutes. Sometimes they end up being four hours. But I don't know. I would rather him do that than just like barely text. Because then if you're just claiming you're a bad texter, I'm never going to get to know you. Because what? I'm not going to ask you out. And I'm not going to keep digging for questions. Yeah, I I used to be a big texter before the first date. And then I realized that was, like, the stupidest thing to do. And then I turned into, like, a one- or two-day texter and then ask out. I was like, I I think it's important to, like, get some preliminary stuff out of the way. Kind of gauge their personality just a teensy bit if you can over text. And then either you're going to be interested or you're not going to be interested. Honestly, I don't like texting a guy for more than a few days anyways with him not making a move to even ask for a phone call. Because mm-hmm. also I do like, ha- even guys will ask me out and I'll say, can we have a phone call first? Like I just, I like having a phone call before I go out in person. I hated phone calls. I hate it also, but also I've been burned too many times by guys that like I should have just ended it with a phone call. Yeah, same, but I still hate phone calls. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, teach their own. I just, some of you have phone calls to me before going out. It always, it just seems so much harder. I'm, I'm big on body language. I mm-hmm. just enjoy, I, I like watching how people talk, what, how they're reacting to certain things. Like, I could play off of that a lot easier than I can off a phone call because not everyone emotes so well out of their, vocally, but most people have some sort of, hand motions, facial movements that it's a lot easier to gauge because like I can go on rants that are probably boring or ask a, a, a question that's like a meh thing and like I want to make sure I'm being engaged properly and phone calls just what about a video call? I hated all of it. I just want to go yeah. out. I don't No, I hear. And cuz going out always has an end time. Always. Like I I know that we go out for a drink maybe we have one or two drinks and then we're done unless it's going really well and then we'll keep going out like my first date with my current girlfriend our first date was four and a half hours long out at a bar because we just couldn't stop talking 
Okay, so here's the problem with what you're saying. Yeah. I go on dates that are either... If they're really bad, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll make an excuse. I'll be like, oh, it's late. I want to go home. But, like, most of my dates... I would say my average date is, like, three or four hours. Yeah. That's like, like, a first date. A lot. Most of my dates... Like, so I send all my friends my location when I go out on dates. Very important. And then I'll tell them when I'm on my way back. And one time I was on a date, it lasted maybe an hour, hour and a half. All my friends. Every single one of them was like, that was quick. And I'm like, yeah, it was. It was a bad date. But I don't know. Do you have any more stories you wanted to share? Let me check my list. Okay. Um... The girl from Brooklyn who canceled. <laughs> um, there's the sex thing. Oh, I have a really bad story, actually. It's about ghosting. This this could be my last story. I know we're... I'm taking up all your time. No, it's okay. Okay, Grant, let's hear... Let's hear your story. Okay, so this is... Match with this girl on Coffee Meets Bagel. All these Coffee Meets Bagel girls. Um... I've never used the app. Don't use it. Don't use okay. any apps. Find a guy in real life. Yeah, that's... Not, not that I do. Yeah, I, I don't... It's, like, impossible to find a guy in real life. Yeah. The one guy who I kind of liked in real life is Yeshivish and doesn't like me, so... Mm. Um, so back to this girl, and she's, like, your classic... You can just tell by the picture she took. She, she thinks she's the bee's knees she's really hot stuff let's just say <laughs> you could tell by the way certain people take pictures and like what they're posting you could tell people think very highly of their looks which is fine if you're if you're beautiful flaunt it that's what i say and if you're not beautiful pretend you are um <laughs> that's what i always do so match this girl and i don't remember exactly what i said but i had some opener and then she was like is that the best you got and I was like, okay, so she, so she's playing games, but you know what? Maybe it's some banter. I can play right back to her. And I wrote back this whole elaborate thing about our first date. What we're gonna do it was like this whole three part thing where we go to the zoo, we go to the, we like get lunch, and then we go out later. I don't. Maybe it wasn't even the zoo. I have no idea. But it was a whole elaborate thing. And she's like, that sounds like fun, but like something like kind of generic or something. Um, how about? We do something really crazy. And then she listed off, like, a few things, like, hot air balloon and a bunch of other nonsense. And I was like... And I actually looked at the hot air balloon for a hot second. I was like, oh, how much would that cost? It was, like, $2,000. I said, okay, that's not... Not happen. for a first date. Not for a first date. Maybe if I propose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think I think she suggested it was a WNBA game. And I was like, okay, no one goes to the WNBA because it's the WNBA. Um, tickets were relatively cheap. They're like fifty dollars a ticket, and so it's, it's still little... expensive for a first date. Yeah, but I'm a crazy person, and like I said, I always come on too strong. So it's like whatever. Um, so I this was last summer actually. Wow, so a year ago. I actually remember you telling this story in the moment. I Do was you? at I was at your apartment. Really? Yeah, Longinus and I were watching Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. Yeah. So. This is before we were really friends. Yeah, we were friendly, but we weren't as... We were, yeah, we're a lot closer now. Yeah. So... Yeah, Longinus and I were watching The Bachelor and, and a couple other friends. Yeah. And I remember you coming in really upset about this story. But yeah. But please tell it again. I didn't hear the whole... I don't remember the whole story. So, 
I was like, um, it like there's this, there are tickets available for this date, um, and I was like, pay, like what seat? I sent her screenshots of like the seating chart, and um, she's basically like, you know, you you pick, you choose. So I I said okay, I bought tickets. I sent her a screenshot, and this is all over the app still. And I said, um, I said, looking forward to our date on well, like Wednesday, such and such date at such and such time. And then she didn't respond to me. And if you don't know, Coffee Meets Bagel um, conversations last for seven days and then they close. And you can't reopen them unless you have what are called beans, which usually you have to pay for. Um, other times, like you'll get free stuff of like, I forget, I forget exactly how, but like you can get free beans. Um, I had ha- I just so happened to have some free ones. That's relevant for later. Um, and the day the, the conversation was closing, she still hadn't responded, so I wrote back, so I guess you're not looking forward to our date? Um, and then the conversation closed, and I had these two tickets. And I couldn't sell them, it was a WNBA game, there are 8,000 seats still available, so no one's buying them. Um, and I didn't want to take anyone else with me, because... I had no other girls to take. Oh my god, sorry, I had to take that big sip of water. <clears throat> In preparation. Yeah, so... I So I, I also play kickball during the summer, so I ended up just going to kickball instead. And I literally just flushed $100 plus down the toilet. Um, and it really got to me, though, because... The type of banter she had originally, I kind of like. Like, I like when a girl's like, you could do better than that, Grant. I was like, okay, I'm up for a challenge. Like, it's not, it's a game, but, like, it's more of a challenge. Like, you think it's something better. It's flirty. Yeah, and then, that's a fun first date. It's a cool first date. Who goes to WNBA game in general, no less for a date? Yeah. Um, So, I was upset, and I kept thinking about it, and then I was like, I have enough of these stupid beans to reopen the conversation and tell her off. Um, and when you reopen it on um, with the beans, I think it opens for like 30 days or 60 days or something like that. This might have been August, actually. It, it must have been August because of the end of the story. So I reopened the conversation and I said, hey, I don't know if something happened in life that um, like just cause you to not respond. I hope everything's okay, genuinely. But you should know that if something did come up, you should have just said something and not left me hanging. I bought these tickets. Like, this was a date we had planned. She didn't answer until right before Rosh Hashanah, I get a text on Coffee Meets Bagel with this whole elaborate apology I'm so sorry, I was traveling, I usually exchange numbers with someone, I didn't realize, first of all, you were traveling, we scheduled a date, like, shut up. Yeah. Excuses. I usually exchange numbers, I feel so bad, if you still want to go out, drinks are on me. You should have been like, no, Venmo me for at least your ticket. I would have been like, what's your Venmo? And then sent her a Venmo request for like 50 bucks. Yeah, I should have done that. Instead, I said, um, I basically said, I, I basically said, I forgive you because right before Shana, so why? Better person than I am. I am, I always, my, my mother calls me a schmuck or, yeah. or, or a doormat. Just people wipe their shoes on me and that's how I live my life. 
Yeah. Um, I said, I forgive you. But I said, if you're not, but like, don't go out with me because you feel bad. If you're not interested, we're not going out. I said, but if you are interested, I'm happy to grab drinks with you. Did she respond? No. 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 Yeah. I would have not even responded to that. Be like, I forgive you. What's your Venmo? Yeah. I want the money back. And it's not even for the money. Like, okay, you're out $100. Yeah. It's for the pettiness. I I, I filled my petty quota by reopening the chat. Uh, but that was a really bad one. And that's what I actually I forgot about for a while until I was, in a, I was driving to AC with um, my current girlfriend and two of my friends. And we were just talking about all my my past my past uh flames and i had gone through a bunch of them and then my friend turned to me he's like you forgot this one i was like oh i did didn't i <laughs> because we were really talking for like a day or two and it's not like we exchanged deep information but it was so like it was enough that i just forgot about it but yeah that was a that was really messed up yeah that is i i remember in the moment when you were like talking about it i was I'm like, fuming that's really you're like you're you were wondering if you should open it like use the beans to reopen it yeah. like in the moment yeah i do recall this was last summer yeah i think it was august it must have been august because i reopened it for 30 days and so whenever bachelor in paradise started because a few of us watched the bachelor in paradise premiere mm-hmm. with your roommate right yeah with Lawson, Lawson Laund- oh. Laundinus. Laundinus, right. That, yeah. That is his birth name, <laughs> as far as I'm aware. But now everyone knows my name. They don't know my... Anyway. It's fine. Yeah. So that that was one of the worst stories I ever had, um, just in terms of, like, inconsiderate people. Yeah, no, that's terrible. And... But the moral of the story is never... Never put money down before you have a phone number. Right. Don't pre-order the Don't date. Don't pre-order the date. It's like video games these days. Don't pre-order video games. There's no reason to. Don't Unless you could easily go with a friend. Yeah, if I had a backup... I mean, the, like was, if it was movie tickets or like concert tickets or something else. But that was also else. the hardest part was I had kickball that night. All my friends were doing kickball with me at that time. Mm-hmm. Or most of my friends, a bunch of them. And I was going to skip kickball to do this. So the friends who I would have taken weren't interested because they were playing kickball. And I couldn't find a new date in time because it was, like, the date was here already. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know how hard it is for a guy to find a date. Um, like, match with a girl and be like, hey, want to go out? I yeah. have tickets to the WNBA camp. It didn't work like that for me. It's a lot harder. Yeah. it's okay. Like I said, fake it till you make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Um, do you have any other stories that you want to share before we wrap up the podcast? I think I gave you some of the best. That's all I got for you. Um, you don't have to tell us the story, but can you let our listeners know how you met your current girlfriend? Um, I'll ask her to go into the story when I have her on. And then she'll say, well, Grant tells it better. He gives all the details. The long and the short of it is... Yeah, don't, we, don't, we don't need the details. We, we don't like good stories on this podcast. Oh, you want bad stories. We, we like the entertaining stories. But we're genuinely happy for the people that we like if they're happy. Right. So, um, you can her, give a, a small, short... Her and I both downloaded an obscure dating app out of spite. 
because I got obnoxious Instagram ads for over a year and she was getting obnoxious TikTok ads for however long. Um, it's this app called Thursday. The, the whole shtick of this app is that it only is active on Thursday. Every other day of the week, it's just shut down. And the idea is you starting 12 a.m. on Thursday morning until 11.59 p.m. Thursday night, you have, that's when you match with people, talk to people, exchange numbers, and go out. So wow. she was the first girl I matched with, and I was the first guy she matched with. And Maybe I should try this app. You shouldn't. It was, <laughs> I, I heard it's changed since then. Um, I probably will not. So she'll tell the whole, the whole fun story. Unless I want podcast stories. What? Unless I want stories for the podcast. Right. Maybe I should try it. She'll tell the whole story. So guys, tune in and listen to her. Um, but out of spite, we downloaded the app. We matched. And then we went out four days later on a four and a half hour date. And then that was a Monday and she was going away the next week and I really wanted to see her again and we were talking about how we want to see each other again and she was like well we don't have to wait till I'm back I said oh we don't because I always try not to be like too come on too strong even though I had already come on very strong um so we went out that Thursday and we were up all night waiting until she had to leave for her flight oh wow and she left like we were hanging out until like three in the morning wow and I had work the next day um <laughs> and uh yeah the rest is history the rest is history seven seven months later seven months later and uh going strong well it's a good time well i'll let you guys know if i try the app or not don't try the <laughs> app don't try the app my roommate who is listening to this recording is motioning for me to not try the app as well as grant telling me not to try the app um, in, in the recording studio, meaning she entered the recording studio yes. and is sitting in the recording studio. Yes. Um, that is not the living room of my, our apartment. Of course not. But, um, okay. Grant? Oh, one important part, what I ask all my guests when they come on the podcast. So, first and foremost, do you have any, aside from what we've talked about throughout the episode, do you have any dating advice for my listeners? And for me, I guess. Um, I'm always good with advice. Be yourself and don't be fake because if a relationship is going to work, at some point you're going to have to be yourself. And I'm not saying show everything you got on the first date, but don't pretend you're something that you're not because it will end in disaster. I agree. Sometimes though, like, this isn't a conversation for right now. Maybe we'll explore it in later episodes. Sometimes I wonder if I'm too much of myself. But that was always my criticism that I got. Yeah. That I don't. I never cared, because you're gonna get you're gonna get the full me at some point. Yeah. So I was always in the mindset, better have it now. If you could put up with it now, you could definitely put up with it later. So true. So we're good. Yeah. Okay, that's a good good tip of advice. Thank you. Um, and then last but not least, what I ask all my guests is, what is your Real Housewives tagline? Yeah, I watched a few of those. Um, <laughs> it's just like your own personal tagline for yourself. Um, I was trying to think of one for a while, and the only thing that really stuck out with me, because it's very apropos to like the last few weeks of my life, is just, um, I have no filter, so don't expect me to have one. 
<laughs> That's a good one. Thank you. It's a good one. It's gotten me in trouble, but I, I truly can't. I don't. Not that I can't help it. I just don't care to help it at this point. I feel like I'm like an 88 year old man who just gave up on a filter and just says whatever the heck comes to his head. I feel like that about myself sometimes too. It's nice. It's freeing, but also yeah. it's alienating to others. Also, like some people don't like it and they get really offended. Yeah. And I've learned who my real friends are because the people who are my real friends think it's funny and the people who are not my real friends get offended and then I have to like apologize and grovel. And I'm yeah. like, I don't need this. And the real friends will also let their filter go around you also. Yeah. Which is... I think the most rewarding thing. You know when you have true friends and also like you've met a good match is when you can both just be unfiltered. Yeah. Yeah. The guys who I've like connected with who have been good ones. I mean some of them turned out to be not good ones. Um <laughs> I've been able to not be filtered and they think it's funny. Yeah. Cuz I am funny. Absolutely. I try to be funny at least. You succeed. Thank you. You're, welcome. You're funny too. Thank you. I don't try. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I try, sometimes I don't. I don't know. Right. It depends on my mood. Right, right. But, but okay. Thank you, Grant, so much for coming on the podcast. And thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. I look forward to uh, speaking to your better half. And all of you should look forward to hearing Grant's girlfriend come on the podcast. She has a name. I just don't know what name she wants to go by yet. So I'm not going to say her name yet. But everybody, thank you again for tuning in to another great episode. Make sure to come back for more. We have more episodes coming, more great guests. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, follow on any platform you are listening on. Like us on Facebook. Like, uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. And reach out if you would like to be a guest or you want to date any of my guests who are not taken. So I guess uh, that's it for now. Catch you guys next time.